who deserve. We've worked so we hard. We worked so hard on this. We podcast. deserve all riches <laughs> and fame. That's right. We didn't just slap this together last minute yeah, today because I was busy at work. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let this play. I'm gonna let you get no, tired. No, no, no. We're done. We're done. No more singing no. for at least five minutes. So <laughs> great. We need to start this. I need to All right. wake for life at some point. Okay. All right. Well, hey everybody, welcome to Enter the Critic, a podcast where we talk about movies both new and on Netflix. And they're usually new too. And new, they're usually new, new, to, new Netflix. to Netflix. There you go. Uh, this week we are discussing the movie The World's End. My name is Chris Klump. With me, I, I, I guess I can't say as always anymore, but I'm going to keep saying it anyway. With me as always. Oh, I've been here the past, like, three episodes. Yeah. Man. So That's consistency. <laughs> when you do things three times in a row, you're, yeah. you're Absolutely. That's called a streak. There, there, when I was in history of mathematics, uh, there was an ancient race that all they had was a symbol for one and two and then more than anyone can count. <laughs> right. That was all they had to symbols Because sport. they were like, once you do something three times, you're good. You're good to go. You're good to go. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, oh, my name is... Uh, <laughs> I wonder if you were going to introduce yourself. My name is Mick. Oh, you're bringing Schlerm? this back? You're bringing this back to for 100 years? It's been a while. Yeah. No, 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 you're right, you're right. <laughs> I, I need to, well, no, if I do it three times, then I can't. <laughs> keep doing it, so I'm gonna ju- I'm gonna do it three times in this episode. I'm I'm Mick Slurm, okay. Also and also known as that's it. No, and <laughs> and myself, Parker. That's right, Parker Lindstrom, the Don't man. Not my last name. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on the run. <laughs> I'm on the lamb. Yes, you're you're yes. on a lamb. I'm on a lamb. Very <laughs> in- an, an inefficient way to be on the run. That's a really so that they're not that quick and they're not carry the weight. But I like yeah. sitting. I really like sitting. <laughs> <laughs> they're very soft. Very. So, all right. Well, before we get into the world's end, let's get into some news. Mm-hmm. Get into it. All right. So. Independence Day 2. Exciting, right? Two. We right? never thought this day would come. Never. Wait, 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 guys. You realize if they call it ID42, it'll have the number 42 in it? That's amazing. Whoa. I don't really see. Okay. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Chris, do you not know Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Jackie no, Robinson. I know. I just don't. I <laughs> also, Jackie Robinson. We probably should get more credit for that, but we're nerds. <laughs> no, I, I, I understand Hitchhiker's. I just oh, don't understand okay. what that has to do with. Independence Day. It's the answer. It's the it's and to uh, life, know, the universe, I, and everything. I, again, on, I I, I read Hitchhikers. So, I was in middle school once. So, uh, uh, please. M- you know, mostly this is exciting just because we're all from the era where Independence Day was very important to us. Mm-hmm. Oh, such a but good movie. Will Smith <laughs> is now interested in talking mm, about. I wonder a- why. What major blockbuster failure was he a part of that make him want to be a part of this movie? <laughs> That's true. He, he needs a hit. Yeah, so uh, initially he said, not interested in talking about it, now interested in talking about it. So After Earth came out and everybody said, hmm, you're not very good in this, nor is this very good at all. <laughs> to be fair, M. Night Shyamalan has become a veritable black hole. Hey, and they... <laughs> 
There is just no sucking. escaping. <laughs> no, no light may escape his dense <laughs> gravitational pull. Not even Will Smith. Not even Will Smith can escape. It is the great equalizer. I, do, I just like the idea that the film that's like really catapulted his career as a film star, he's going to now rescind his career. <laughs> uh Doing the sequel too. Hey. I'm just really excited yeah, about definitely. that idea. Come like into this world thinks... same way as we go out, yo. There you go. O- okay. Fight, fighting <laughs> aliens with Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yes, that that's what we need. What we needed to get the whole crew back together. Get oh, Jeff yeah. Goldblum. Get Bill Pullman. Get him about back into it for reasons unknown. Now the story revolving around we'll how somehow these get Brent Spiner's character back. A second alien invasion. That's an afterthought. Don't yeah, worry about yeah. it. No, don't. Yeah, I don't. don't I don't need. You know, maybe Randy Quaid <laughs> Even comes he back. Totally died. Well, no, no, no. He, he 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 doesn't die. The the aliens. Oh. The aliens. They somehow somehow transport him away. <laughs> right, transported said, his life force away. He's flying into the spaceship and he says, "I'm back, boys," or whatever that line. Is. Hey, so they hey, knew. Hey, so they were like, "Oh, fellas, it's him." I'm back. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. it's it's Randy." Oh, beam him up to oh, our home yeah. world. Yeah, shit. Yeah. And then, and then he he is uh, the leader of the invading <laughs> force. <laughs> and the first line is, "I'm back, boys." That's right. Back As he's flying, he's flying the same plane in front of a bunch of alien spaceships. It's it's sort of like it's sort of like uh, some weird H.P. Lovecraft thing where this is huge monstrosity of alien parts and then on the front of it is a tiny face and yep. you look at it, no. his character and he's like Rah. no he's still flying that like old yep still old, flying the old plane decrepit fighter plane yep no it wasn't even a fighter this well. is for y'all who made fun of me for believing in aliens <laughs> now you pay can that please be the plot uh, that's what I want that oh that's what I want that's what I want and no, Will Smith's like so okay I'll talk about it gosh Welcome now, to I, I, I know I know this movie is going to be a joke, but I am really excited because oh, I really, excited. really liked it. No, I don't Independence care Independence Day is big. If you haven't seen it, if you were under what? the age of 12. Don't even say that <laughs> sentence. If you haven't seen it. I know some people who haven't seen you, it in theory. Why are you listening to this podcast? <laughs> what? What is wrong with you? That what, what has caused you? What has driven you to make this decision if you haven't even seen Independence Day? You're I'm just like, saying. I'll listen to a movie critic <laughs> podcast. I'm just saying. It's big and dumb and oh, loud, yeah. and it's perfect. It's exactly yeah. what it needs to be. They blow but, up all the right his, uh, historical <laughs> elements but my, in okay, the United States. Last, last week, my wife came to me... Um, She's like, I want to fall asleep to a dumb action film. And I said, Expendables 2. She goes, no, even dumber than that. (laughs) And I said, Independence Day? Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) And the great thing is, all you need to do is, like, flick through, like, TBS or like AMC or something. It'll be on. It'll be on there. It'll be on there. Yeah, it's great. I mean, we we don't even own it. We don't even have cable. And somehow (laughs) you got it. Sometimes it's just on, and you don't even. You just turn your TV on. It's a blue screen. All of a sudden, (laughs) Independence Day. It's like wow, that's convenient. But and it it starts like forty six minutes in. You're like, wow, that's. I actually have a. I actually have uh, my TV's a smart TV, and one of its cool functions is I just have an Independence Day button where it will scan all the channels and find. 
Independence Day. Yeah, that's pretty a good, sweet. That's a good TV. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. So I can just think it's like the the remote. It's taken up like two thirds <laughs> of the remote is taken up by this giant this button. Giant. It's just like bubble. The giant. And then all the rest of the buttons are crammed. <laughs> They're all crammed oh. in the other part. <laughs> and every, every time I press it, it just says "Welcome to Earth." It's great. <laughs> Oh, uh, does that mean Harry Connick Jr. is going to come back to reprise his role? <laughs> Even though he died. Everyone died in that movie, but... <laughs> That's yeah. fine. It so. could be a prequel. Uh, hey, who let's, knows? Let's not talk about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Instead, let's move on to something even dumber. Speaking of sequels... <laughs> uh. Now, we all know that Transformers is a really shitty franchise. It's awful. However, I can't confirm that for I have not seen the second or the third. Hold on to that, Matt. Hold on to that. I would would kill to to somehow get a time machine. To be in my position. So I could go back in time and stop myself from seeing. Do you think we could get a surgery where I could replace that part of myself with yours? If if I could eat. Like kill Matt and then Consume take his the brain part of out my brain. and then eat it and then it would delete the memory. From <laughs> I, my, I would do it. I don't think that's how it works. I would do it even if it meant that in any I had form to do of it fiction. Fr- even if I had to do it in front of your mom, <laughs> I would do it. I'd be like that this movie. Is that movie. Well, okay. There, there, there are a whole podcast series devoted to how bad Transformers Two is. But wow, we, we digress. Right, because. Those who, those people that are fans of the original show and or action figures would you be mean excited. the commercials <laughs> the commercial the the long commercials yes go ahead Matt I'll like, I'll allow you to have oh this. it's for oh you. okay this is for you Matt yeah oh there yeah there's gonna be Dinobots Dinobots, Dinobots! Sorry, I didn't really <laughs> all right <laughs> so here's why excitement. I'm excited <laughs> uh, by the time the Dinobots rolled around I stopped caring about Transformers. <laughs> So I know nothing about Dinobots. Here's, here's my thing. Dinobots, cool and everything. Obviously, you know, I like dinosaurs. But I grew up, or, well, I didn't really grow up. This was a bit too late in yeah. my adolescence. But I watched oh, yeah, me Beast too. Wars. Beast Wars! Beast Wars was really cool. I remember flipping through Beast Wars. I remember flipping through Beast Wars as, I guess, I would have been a teenager you would have been an old teenager because i was not a young teenager yeah i I watched it when i was an older teenager like i was like this isn't for me but i'm watching i'm watching anyway hey that show that show is great yeah so so dino you know dinobots aren't beast wars however it's still transformers that transform into some pseudo animal type thing right so kind of exciting now does michael bet do we know does michael bay have Anything to do with this beyond? Yes. Is he going to direct again? He is. He's he's the main man. Oh, yeah. Damn it. So what are you going to do? So well, gauge your expectations. All the things that I now, hate about it are going to stay there. No, oh, it is the fair, last film in the series. Oh, thank God! I will so. celebrate that. <laughs> to be fair, before handing it off to, to another fair. director. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's going to happen. This is like a shitty um, Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> to be fair, not all of Michael Bay's dumb, horrible action movies have no. been unenjoyable. The Rock. Yeah. The Rock is great. Okay, Lots yes. of fun. We all agree with Even, that. Even, uh, what is it, The Island? Is that uh, what it's called? Uh, yeah. Um, with with Ewan McGregor? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. That's, that's pretty right. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so no, my main gripe has... with him is the Transformers films. That's no, my and main here's the gripe. Thing. <laughs> A big part of why those are so bad is because you have no good lead characters to latch on to. Precisely. Because Shia LaBeouf is just... No, we've no, 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 
No. Oh right. Oh, yeah. He's doing <laughs> No 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 yeah if you're ever bored just go on YouTube and look up Shia LaBeouf no 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 I think there's variations of it that last over ten hours no 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 oh no 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 but uh and and Megan Fox is just you know well she's been out of it she's been out of it she's been out of it but this one features neither of them. Instead, we get Mark, Marky Mark. Mark who, Wahlberg? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Mm, leading okay. man. I like Mark Wahlberg. Uh, He's done some respectable work. We're yeah. getting the Tooch the back. Happening. Stanley Tooch is we're back. We're getting the Tooch. The Tooch wow. is going to be loose. We're getting Kelsey Grammer. Whoa. A man wow. who does... Well, yeah, no, yeah, no, I can't, uh, you I can't know, argue with he's, that. He's not always in... In everything that's good, but he's usually he was good in Periscope in it. Down, and that movie was yeah. for some reason I enjoyed it. <laughs> I couldn't funny. explain why, but Just I did enjoy it. It was an odd movie to bring. Yeah, Kelsey Grammer. Oh, Periscope Down. Yeah, him and him and Rob Schneider just bringing it. That's true. I was gonna say that you know. No, no, not that X Men movie he was in. Not that at all. Yeah, but he was good in it. Like he he was actually oh, yeah, good. Yeah, he, he was, was a good really good beast and he was, yes, he he was. Had nothing to do why that was Yeah. With why per- that personal was life, nah, whatever. Don't don't look at that. Just look at him oh, stuff. Oh, Kelsey Grammer's Oh, don't talk about that. No. That's like the That's biggest the w- tragedy really, ever. It's really bad. And he still has the gumption to like stay alive and <laughs> smile. All right. <laughs> uh so yeah, this this could be and likely will be horrible like all oh, like oh, you know yeah, pretty I'd much all the other so. ones. Um I didn't hate the first one. I just didn't care the fir- about it. The, the the first one isn't like rage inducing, but I just for didn't me, care about it. Yeah, right. I remember. Exactly. I remember everybody talking it up like this is amazing. Like a couple of my movie buddies were like, "Oh, you gotta see Transformers. It's so Wait, good." After they had seen it, they yes. said that. Wow. Yeah, they're like, "It's so wow. good," and it's so. So I went and saw it. and I'm like, "Am I seeing a different cut?" Because yeah, don't don't. This is not good. Don't be yeah. friends with those people anymore. Um, and then Transformers yeah, two came go. out, and I saw it because I. Wanted to date the chick that I saw it with. Okay. Um, and then after seeing that, that movie, uh, well, it, it's not the woman I married. Yeah, so uh, there's cool. a reason for that. Kind of stopped talking to her after. I was like, this movie is awful. Worth it. <laughs> and that's why I hate the fact that I saw that movie. <laughs> uh, I think the biggest affront for me is the fact that the trailer for the third one is so cool. Yes, it right is up cool. until you realize yep. it's Transformers. Yep. And you're just like, well, shit, this yep. isn't gonna be yep. as good as this is presenting. After see, like I had seen it was the trailer came out after like that Moon, mm-hmm. and so you're like you watch Moon and then you watch this trailer and you're like, oh, what is it? Transformers. Uh, Son of a. So it's gonna be ev- everything that Moon wasn't. But yeah, I mean, it bad. could be it could be entertaining. <laughs> I think the biggest thing that I know won't change is the fact that the action scenes. Throughout the entire series, are not very enjoyable to watch. No, they're and, just very and jumbled. This and, is, and that's the one series that it should CG, be. CGI just shit on the screen everywhere. Yeah, yeah. it's it's, like, it's a understand. it's a bunch of metal thrown into one of those will it blend blenders, <laughs> um, hurled at each other. <laughs> will it blend? Yeah, and it's like yeah, there you <laughs> like go. a fight scene, a fight scene in a Michael Bay Transformers movie, like beyond like three minutes, just becomes like a Windows right. music visualization. <laughs> It's just like <laughs> of whatever soundtrack. Uh, I mean, I th- it looks kind of cool, but I don't really know what it I is. I don't need to stare at this. Yeah, I don't need to stare at that. No. I guess it's cool. So yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm just glad that he's finally ending it. Yep. So. R.I.P. 
You bastards. All right. So what else we got? All right. And news? then the last thing is uh, Jared Harris is the Moriarty from the Sherlock Game Guy Ritchie sequel. Yeah, Game of Shadows. And he will he will be playing the television personality in Poltergeist remake. Now, so he will be playing that oh. tiny woman <laughs> really? from the original. I I have not seen Game of Shadows, and I'm not sure what he, else. He's also in Mad Men. He um, honestly, I mean, I, he's awesome. I really liked Sherlock Holmes movies. They're basically the second one uh, as well. I had heard that the second. One no, was I, I thought the second yeah. one was great. Both both movies are good if you go at them with the this is Lethal Weapon in Victoria uh, Victorian London. That's okay. what you got to go with. He makes the second movie. Because he gotcha. is so good at just being this calm and yet completely psychotic <laughs> character. I mean, yeah, character he's, so he's really the good. He's really Moriarty good. is just awesome. Yes, and he and he does a very good job as Moriarty. So, but that I've is seen uh, him in some other stuff. I can't. I mean, I'll keep looking. But keep going. Um. Yeah, I I have not seen him in very much stuff, and uh, looks like he's mostly a television actor. He was he, in Lincoln. Okay. Yeah. Ulysses, that's great. And he was in Natural Born Killers. All the way back. Really? Way before, yeah, way yeah. back. Really? Oh, I don't remember him in Natural Born Killers. He was well, in Ocean's Twelve, looked, but I don't think it was a very big role. It's been a long but time since. I, I take it so. most people, if they know, could picture him, would picture him from this from Sherlock Holmes Game yeah. of Shadows. So yeah. he's gonna be he's gonna be in the remake for Poltergeist. I'm and still I don't know how I feel yeah. about a remake for Poltergeist. Uh, yeah, we talked earlier that it's going to be hard to capture all those great practical effects and, and the, the different well, crazy things that were done in that movie. Not only that, but there's a lot of stuff. Like me and um, uh, 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 our friend Seth watched Poltergeist uh, a couple nights ago. And it, it hit me that if they... Re- I didn't know they were... Right. I mean, I, everything's up for remake now. Obviously. I, I was like, if they remake this, I don't know how they're going to do it because so much of that movie is very grounded in the 80s. Yeah. Um, specifically, like, e- even Seth uh, said something like, oh, man, remember back when TV stopped at some point, like at <laughs> 3 a.m. or whatever, right. and, you know, it hit this, and, you know, the static hit and all yep. stuff. Like, okay, okay, we couldn't do that. Like what are they going to come out of like a, a no single signal screen right. of your high def TV? Like, no signal. <laughs> yeah, um, scary. No, it's cool. It's just going to auto shut off. Oh. <laughs> okay. Just give it five minutes. Yeah. Um, but Sam Rockwell's going to be in it. So and, okay, oh, that, okay. well, that about. I'll give gives it a me more hope because exactly. I oh, I cannot think. <laughs> I think <laughs> let's talk about Sam Rockwell some more. I know a couple episodes ago we talked about him. Let's talk about. It. Oh, I just—he's so great. Yeah, he is. I just, he is tremendous. Guys, let's start a Sam Rockwell appreciation <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I, I would—I'd be on it. Start right now. Let's go all the way back. What was his that commercial? No, we, we, we already talked about this. We already <laughs> talked about this. If if, if 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 you're a new listener and you're curious about it, check out it. Like I don't know, like three episodes ago, something like that. I forget. It's the episode <laughs> where we talk about Sam Rockwell. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Go go listen to that. There's one. so it's many. probably not in the description, so just yeah, listen just to like all search. Google. Just do a Google search; it'll come up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when is that? When is that slotted to come out? Anytime soon? Uh, no, <laughs> no time soon. No, not even a date put on. I mean, this I'm one. not even yeah. seeing a, an IMDb. I'm just seeing. Oh my! So. Uh, but the producer of the Poltergeist remake, Sam Raimi. 
Uh, oh. Directed by Gil Kennan, uh, who did Monster House. Okay, okay. I want to know who's playing the Joe Beth Williams part. All right, well, let's move on uh, to some trailers here. Boo. Oh, oh wait, <laughs> Yay! So, the two trailers, uh, the first of the two trailers we watched, uh, or at least the first that I'm going to mention, is uh, Kill Your Darlings. A murder in 1944 draws together the great poets of the Beat Generation, Allen Ginsberg, Jack Kerouac, and William Burroughs. All right. This movie stars a lot of people. I'm yes, just going to start going through a few, few names here. Uh, we have do, do, do Daniel Radcliffe. As Allen Ginsberg. Ben Foster. You should know this. He's been in a lot of stuff. I know, but I... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in 310 to Yuma. 310 to Yuma. Oh, yeah. He was in The Messenger. The picture was really small on IMDb. Isn't that pretty bad? The the mechanic with uh, you didn't <laughs> Jason like... Statham. Oh, I'm thinking of Machinist. No, Sorry. Mechanic <laughs> with Jason Statham. Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. Michael C. Hall. Michael C. Hall. Good old uh, Dexter. Do, do, do. Anybody else in here? Jennifer work? Jason Leigh. Did we mention Dane DeHaan? No, no, did not because uh, people might not recognize him outright, but he is kind of a young breakout star. the The first big thing that I saw him in was Chronicle. Okay, and um, uh, the Place Beyond the Pines. Yep, he was, he in, was in the Place Beyond the Pines. Uh, he's a really good young actor. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. he looks like he's keeping keeping the pace here with this movie. So, it looks like it should be enjoyable just for the performances. This this movie surprises me just because <laughs> on, on on a lot of levels, but one of the main late reasons is I thought for sure that Daniel Radcliffe would do no acting once Harry Potter was done. Be uh, of his own volition or he just wouldn't get jobs. I just thought and not because he was a bad actor. Um, I just thought it would just be like like um, the whole Star Trek syndrome of like you are known as that character you and you pl- can't break yeah, you out can't of that role. That. Um, and so that's what I thought for sure, that once Harry Potter was over, he was going to be stuck not doing anything because he was just too well known as Harry Potter. And I'm happy <clears throat> to see uh, that I'm wrong. Well, he did something smart. Which was, while, and, and, you know, whether or not this was a career decision or not, but while he was doing the Harry Potter role, he was uh, doing a lot of uh, theater, like stage theater. Ah, okay. Which I feel like sort of, rather than just trying to shoehorn in different movie roles and things just because he was Harry Potter, uh, versus actually flexing his acting muscles on the stage, I feel like, has really upped his credibility as yeah. an actor. People saying, like, oh, this isn't just a one-role thing where he played one character well. He clearly does have acting mm. chops, so that's why I feel like he's yeah. immediately getting work. He was in a horror film yes, called The, the Woman, Woman in Black, Black which, which I have not seen. I have not seen either, but I heard bad things. Uh, I heard Or mediocre. not bad things, just mediocre. Yeah, I heard mediocre things, and I think it was probably more to do with the script i don't think people had a lot of bad things to say about him right. it just seemed kind of like a middle of the road horror movie but as far as the i mean there, there's a lot of talent in this i mean definitely a lot and but as far as what's it about i have not a clue well alan ginsburg and now uh, now, now people are going to see how um 
uncultured I am well, when it comes it, to. I don't know. I don't. Do you? Uh, do, did not, they write about giant robots it, and no, spacefaring no, civilizations? No, and I really wanna, wasn't interested a, in it. You want to hear a little bit about Alan Alan Ginsberg's famous work? It was called Howl, a poem. Uh, it attracted widespread publicity when it became the subject of an absent uh, uh, of an obscenity trial as it depicted heterosexual and homosexual sex at a time when sodomy laws made homosexual acts a crime in every U.S. state. Howell reflected Ginsburg's own homosexuality and his relationships with a number of men, blah, 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 blah. Well, I I don't know much about beat poetry. Neither so. do I. I'm but a the movie with looks movie. very interesting. It does. Um so I'm I'm actually I'm, I might actually see this one. I don't know if I'll see it in theaters, but no, no I'll I definitely might. see it. It looks, if anything, it looks like it'll be a good ensemble performance. Yep. Um. So, so it's got that going for it. Now we can get away from that artsy crap. Oh, Move on good. to a quality film. True we saw, film. We saw the trailer for the RoboCop remake. Reboot RoboCop 2014. All right. In 2028, Detroit, when Alex... You think Detroit's going to be around in... They, I'm about to say, they might be... Why would I start hedging really your bets on this one? Because I got to tell you, it's barely there now. <laughs> Ugh, little easy jabs at Detroit. All right. In 2028... <laughs> That's good radio. <laughs> yes. In 2028, Detroit, when Alex Murphy, played by Joel Kinnaman, a loving husband, father, and good cop is critically injured in the line of duty, the multinational conglomerate Omnicorp sees their chance for a part-man, part-robot police officer. All right. This movie stars Gary Oldman, Michael Keaton, Sam Jackson. That's all you need to know, because right there, (laughs) right there, you get it. Jay Burchell. Jay Bruchel's in this? Yes, he is. Oh, I don't remember is. seeing there him is. in the trailer there at all. There he is. Look at that. Well, that's okay. But he is in there the he is. movie playing a character named Pope. Who's? Do you remember that from the... I'm trying to remember. It oh, has... man, it has, it has Michael K. Williams, who you have not seen The Wire. But nope. those of you who have seen The Wire, that's Omar from The Wire. He's playing and Pope, he's pretty awesome. eh? I don't know who Pope is. I don't, rem- I don't recognize a Pope yeah. from the... Uh, movie, but it has been a few weeks first, since I've seen the original Robocop. First big Robo thing that they changed, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, the main character, Alex Murphy, is dead, right? In the original, he is dead. He's not just critically injured. Oh, no, he's dead. He's, he's dead, dead, and they dead. and they reanimate him. Yeah, um... Again, I'm, we're, we're going to spoil an 80s movie, so deal with it. Oh, um, it happens in the first five, ten minutes. Yeah, oh yeah, oh no, 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 yeah, he's definitely, ki- he's, he is killed. <laughs> really badly, by, uh, what's his name, Red from that 70s show. Yes. Um, I can't remember that actor's name. Oh, God. Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith, yes, yes. Kurt, Kurtwood Smith and his his band of gangsters oh, just God, and he's shoot so, the... He's so good in that movie. So good and so um, evil. Yeah, such a great bad guy, but yeah, he shoots the crap out of mm-hmm. out of Alex Murphy, and then they reanimate him, and it becomes RoboCop. Yes. So it's very apparent that they're not going with that route. This in the trailer, trailer. kind of gives away, not gives away. I mean, it kind of talks. About the, it seems that the main um, conflict in this film is whether or not uh, Murphy is in control of his own actions as RoboCop. Right. 
in the original, he was kind of a slave to his programming until um, he finds out that he was Alex Murphy. Right. And then all hell breaks loose, and then he kind of Right, because he doesn't really, he has like very, very vague memories of his actual life. He has, he has some vague memories, but they, they, they determine that he is actually reliving his death over and over again every time that he, he shuts down. Um, yeah. and, and so it kind of becomes this thing of, like, kind of the, um, like, man in the machine, and where does the machine end, and where does the man yeah. begin, and stuff like that. This seems to be more of their, you know, because he, he, he seems to be able to control himself. He has emotions. Well, and he's not dead. He, right, doesn't, he, right. doesn't he doesn't die. die. He's critically injured. They even state in this description, and they basically create the Robocops, RoboCop suit so that he can yeah. do anything. This does not look like it is a straight uh, remake because More almost of none of the characters, I mean, other than Alex Murphy, no one else. I mean, I don't see, I don't see uh, uh, Officer Ann Lewis. I don't see Dick Jones. I don't see Bob Morton. You know, they're they're all characters from the from the first movie. Uh, they do have those uh, robots, though. Those uh, drones. Well, there was only one drone in the original. But there's more in the sequels. Yeah, there was the one the 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 first. Not I forget what they called it because it wasn't RoboCop, but it was the first of their their um, prototypes didn't work. And it killed a, it killed a dude <laughs> in an amazing in an office, scene, an office meeting, yeah, yeah that, where it just that. kept going and going, <laughs> more squibs. Program malfunction. Just the, the, the oh god, turn the dude Target into a hamburger. Yeah, um, and so they replaced with the RoboCop uh, unit. So the, I'm not sure what route they're going here, but I'm excited. Um, I will Are say you? that I I don't I don't like the suit. You don't like the suit. I don't, like I, I don't know. It's it's weird because in certain lighting it looks like just a, a slightly modernized version of the original, but then in low lighting it looks really dark and like two. St- it looks like a Metal Gear Solid yeah, uh, ninja. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. Yeah. Uh, I think one thing that that and I hate to be this kind of movie fan. I feel like it's gonna skimp a little bit on the ultra violence. Oh, absolutely. Which it will. is absolutely kind of what. <laughs> Kind of, kind of something that makes me nostalgic for the first one. Ro- RoboCop in 1987 nearly got an X rating simply for its violence violence level. Yeah. I mean, at that point, and, and I could, I it could is be a violent movie. Yeah, and I, and I, and I mean, Michael f- uh, uh, can do an exit the credit on this if I'm wrong. I think back then they didn't have NC-17, and X meant NC-17. Right, could be wrong about that. Okay. Uh, but it, it, nevertheless, it would have gotten a beyond R rating, right. uh, and they still they had to tone it down slightly. But Paul Paul Verhoeven, uh, as a director, was not known for you know Making light films. Yeah. I mean, his movies were really violent. My fear for this film is they're gonna go for a PG thirteen rating. Oh gosh, which, how do you even do that? Yeah, you can't. You can't do. Um. And and I'm really afraid they're going to do too much of the, is he in control, is he not, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. And they're not going to have a clear, you know, bad, bad guy. Bad guy. Yeah. Other than just, like, the Omnicorp. Right. But, yeah, that'd be kind of lame. But if done right, this could be pretty good. 
if done right. I mean, yeah. there's a there's a huge potential to, to screw this up. But it yeah, there be is. Good. I mean, they do have some good pieces here. I mean, Gary Oldman is great. Yeah, Gary Oldman's awesome. Gary Oldman's great. I like Michael Keaton. I like too. Michael Keaton. I'm uh, glad and, to see and, him. And you back. know, it looks like the rest of the cast is looks pretty good. So that's not going to be the issue. I think the issue is going to come from they are trying to put an original spin on it that's really not going to be as interesting or exciting as the original. Right. So I, I, my big fear is the last time someone tried to remake a Paul Verhoeven movie was Total Recall. Right. And they, they did that. They gave it a PG-13 rating. They toned it down. Oh, 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 hold on. I'm pretty sure that was still R. Really? Yes. What um, part of it was R? That was, that was tame. Total Recall 2012. Where's that? Where's the rating on IMDb? I'm, I'm looking that up. PG-13, baby. Oh, Look at that. Wow. That's so dumb. Because I thought about it, like, what part of that would have been R? That seemed to really... And that movie was forgettable. I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't horrible. It just was forgettable. And unfortunately, as I look down the cast of the people in Total Recall, that also had, had a pretty amazing darn good cast. cast. I mean, so Bill I don't Nye was in it. Brian Cranston was in yeah. it. Yeah. Um... I don't have a lot of hope for for RoboCop to be honest, because even with those actors, like I still I don't get the sense. Don't 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 be. don't don't do this to me, man. Don't. I want this. I want this to be good. <laughs> do you? Do I you? do. I really do. I want this to be good, even though all evidence is to the contrary. Especially because it has oh, a February seventh release date. I guess I don't know. And and February is usually when it's like, well, yeah, this didn't do Shit. so. Well. <laughs> That's also a really bad sign. Yeah. Part so. of me just wants. A, a really long string of really bad reboots so that they just learn to stop. They're never going to stop. They're never going to stop. Let's just be honest with ourselves. I'm waiting for them to start rebooting, like, <laughs> it's true just, classic It's, it's at films. the point where you just have to hope that they'll reboot things well and that they're things that you want rebooted. Exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting them to be like, all right, what are the greatest movies of all time? All right, we're going to reboot The Godfather. We're going to reboot Jaws. <laughs> you know, a reboot of Gone with the Wind would actually be kind of interesting. Yeah, what, no, mm, yeah. We're gonna it probably reboot, wouldn't be good. We're gonna reboot Casablanca. If they, if yeah, if they could make it good, but whatever. So that'll be a thing. That'll be that'll be. If something. you need to see a movie in February, that's coming up. We're gonna need to see movies in February. We will. <laughs> we'll probably see it because we won't have many other choices. Oh, <laughs> uh, we we should do a special block of Enter the Critics. Then it's like, hey, fuck it, it's February. Yeah. Hey, this past February was good. That's when Warm Bodies came out, and I think another there was another good movie that we reviewed in February. I can't we'll have to go in our back. Yeah, go, yeah, like I listened to these beyond editing them. Well, you made them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be bothered. To uh, that. I can't be bothered with that sort of nonsense. Okay, well, right, well let's, you want to do the uh, the main shebang? Let's, let's let's do the main thing here. I'm trying to find uh, my list. The, the world's end. That's what we saw. Ever had one of those nights that starts out like any other, but ends up being the best night of your life? I did. Our goal that night was simple. 12 pubs, 12 pints. From the first post to the world's end. But that night, we never made it. I saw the boys the other day. Uh-huh. We're going to go back to Newton Haven. Why? Five guys, 12 pubs, 50 pints. 60 pints. <laughs> Steady on, you alky. All right. The world's end. 
Five friends who reunite in an attempt to top their epic pub crawl from 20 years earlier unwittingly become humankind's only hope for survival. This movie stars Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, Martin Freeman, and uh, Pierce Brosnan shows up there for a little bit. He does. Um, Now, before we get into it, before we really get into it, this movie has been out for three weeks now. Longer than that in in other in good areas. old Merry England. So I'm honestly thinking that we should do a straight up discussion of this film. I'm fine with that. Okay. I'm fine yeah. with that because I think the people who are interested in it have already uh, seen have it, already so. seen it. So so if you haven't seen the movie, I suggest turning it off right now. Because uh, we're going to get into some massive spoilers. Per- it's funny. And it's, it's funny, good. and it's 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 an Edgar Wright movie with you know Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. So you know it's it's solid. If you've seen any other part of the Cornetto trilogy, then you need to see this one, which the, would be the, uh, Shaun, Shaun of the, the Dead, Dead and, and, and Hot, Hot Fuzz. Fuzz. And uh, both those movies are phenomenal. Yep. So yeah, we are going to get into some spoilers, and by spo- some I mean all. Um, yep. So it's actually don't, quite don't, hard to discuss this movie. Don't them. don't see a trailer. If you know nothing of this film, just go into it cold. Which I that did is not. the way to do it. Parker did. Yeah. Uh, and damn, I envy him. So, yeah, go check it out. He did see a trailer? No. He went in cold. He went in no knowledge. Oh, yeah. Same same here. I, oh, I, okay. I saw than, a trailer. Other than the, the fact that it was a movie, quote unquote, about the end of the world, I had no knowledge of this film. Yeah. So I, I was uh, pleased. I saw a trailer. Uh, Michael. Was telling me how he he didn't he didn't know he knew nothing about it. Yeah, and I envied him so much because he honestly thought that the first half of the movie was what the movie was about. Really, um, just about you no. Know, I knew something was coming. Fi- yeah, he said just I honestly thought maybe it's just going to be about these five friends who no. reunite to go drinking, and it's all about this guy who needs to grow. No, I up. knew I knew something because because that always happens. It's all of all of these films of this Cornetto trilogy, which by the way, if you don't know why they call it the Cornetto Trilogy. It's because Edgar Wright has directed and written all three of these movies. Oh, did he write them? Uh, yeah, he yes. wrote them. Uh, he actually gets help from Simon Pegg on this one. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, uh, written and directed by Edgar Wright, and the they all star Nick Frost and Simon Pegg, and they all feature these like innocuous situations which towards the last half to maybe last third of the movie spiral into crazy yeah, go and they all go off the rails uh so i knew that was going to happen and and they call it the cornetto trilogy in actuality because there's always cornetto ice cream yeah it's like somewhere uh, in the film i'm trying to think the american version is uh what is it, a drumstick is that the american version i uh, i think i think it's like a drumstick you know we kind of did away with that when we we broke off as their. <laughs> their I refuse to eat British. So I, uh, I don't really partake. I don't really partake. But uh, let's get into it. What do you think, Chris? Uh, this movie is phenomenal. Right out of the gate, it's got some real solid laughs. Mainly just through the the <laughs> the narration that Simon Pegg gives, uh, which was just phenomenal talking about his early years as a young kid you know teenager in this mm-hmm. town going on this pub crawl and that was the best years of his life and then just the reveal that he's in rehab yeah and like or an aa or whatever something to that yeah. effect and it's like oh god so the movie 
the movie is really funny in in in, in a very down to earth way, but it also has this really dark. It tone really does, to which it, comes like, which comes from this character. That's yeah, oh yeah. Place, which an interesting observation that I don't remember who somebody on the internet made is that the series actually kind of does an inverse between Nick Frost and Simon Pegg because Simon Pegg in Shaun of the Dead is a pretty well-adjusted guy. Right, pretty he's, much, yeah. He's got, he's got his shit together, and Nick Frost is kind of his bum, stay-at-home, play-video-games friend who's just kind of dragging him down. And Hot Fuzz, it's kind of... They're, they're a little more neutral. They're both kind of like that. I mean, they both have careers but they kind of don't and then in this movie simon Pegg is far and away not only a lazy bum but he's a dirtbag yeah he's, he's really he's not a really good, no. he's really not a good guy and nick frost actually plays the success the successful businessman who hasn't been drugged down because he actually made the decision to kind of leave that friendship and he's now right right a successful businessman nick, nick frost actually plays a character that you can sympathize with whereas simon Pegg's character gary king um, is just the the kind of guy. I mean, we all knew this kind of guy in high school, and I think we all know this kind of guy now when we're in our late twenties. Who mm-hmm. um, still thinks he's in high school? Yeah, he's still um, trying to relive the glory days, and just like, like, dude, just stop, give it up. Man. Yeah, and this Simon Pegg plays that guy so well. He does. It's a very you know, it's a very different role for him because we're usually used to him being just the oh. The mm-hmm. nice, clever, yep. bubbly guy yep. that that it's so easy to get along with and chum around with, and this guy you're just like, oh, what a dirtbag! <laughs> like, I mean, you still laugh at him, yeah. And, well, and yeah. by the end of the movie, you do sympathize with him to a degree, but uh, you not throughout most of the movie, you're pretty much just like, wow, I would punch this guy in the face. If and what I love is that Martin Freeman is playing the same damn character he plays in every movie. That is true. And I don't have a problem with it because that no, character... No, I'm fine. I'm fine that with character him. is delightful. Yes, but he, he, is, he is playing the same uptight British stereotype that he has played in mm-hmm. every film that I can think of. And his role in uh, as Watson in Sherlock Holmes as well. Yep, yep. Same, same thing. So... Uh, the other thing I the, the the other guy I liked in this, and I don't see him very often in films, uh, is a guy named Eddie Marson. Marson, which character is that? Uh, he plays the the he plays the character that uh, is all upset because the the local bully didn't recognize him. Oh yes, yeah. He so was he in. Is, he is one of the five. Yes, he was in. Uh, he was in Sherlock Holmes. He played the uh, head inspector. So I was. Re- I was just happy to see him because I. I just like him as an actor, even though he doesn't do very much outside of just British movies and television. And the same thing with David Bradley. Uh, the older he plays the crazy older guy. But yes, he's, uh, yes. He was in. If I'm not mistaken, he was in one of the Harry Potter. He movies. was in a number of them. He plays uh, what's that character's name? Filch. Filch, the more or less the custodian. Yeah, yeah. The guy who always wants to beat all the kids because they like leave a mess in the hall. Right. And has a sentient cat. <laughs> <laughs> As we were saying, the the movie starts out and it's uh, for the most part about these five friends who. Kind of against their will, uh, have been coerced by Gary to mm-hmm. do this legendary pub crawl in their hometown, and and the movie for the first hour is just about that. 
pretty right. much. I mean, there's some subtle hints to like the people in the Not town that recognize them, but something you could just throw, you know. In fact, an, I'd say another uh, kind of s- change in this uh, movie versus the other two uh, parts of this quote-unquote trilogy is that we get almost no foreshadowing. No, in, there's very little. In Shaun of the Dead, you have like a couple of parts where like, oh, yep, zombies yep, are zombies. coming. And in Hot Fuzz, there's, there's moments there's moments where something with that town seems not oh, quite right. Yeah, something seems wrong. In this, there's almost nothing. And that's why I was so upset that the trailer gave it all away because I, I was sitting in the theater, I was sitting near Michael and just... If I remember correctly, he got pretty damn giddy when the robot is revealed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The scene in the the the, 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 uh, the scene room. at the urinals. Yeah. When he when he knocks that dude's head off. Yes. Literally knocks his head off. When Simon Pegg confronts this first android, it it is truly. It's one of the most like you know what the fuck moments. That I was I've gonna add because because you said you went into this. Cold. I went into it blind. What was and your I first? Was, and I but I was still expecting something crazy to happen. But you I didn't, didn't know expect what this. Okay, I expected just your general apocalypse fair, aliens, perhaps uh, divine reckoning, perhaps uh, solar eclipse, etc. Just judging at the poster, I right, thought that's right. maybe something like that would happen. You, you weren't expecting robots. I was not expecting robots, which is, a, if I may, kind of puts a very nice, beautiful trifecta of just zombies, crazy townies, and, and robots. Yeah, yeah. So you it's, go you go from zombies to psychotic. I'm trying to remember the hot fuzz. If they were, were they religious? Yes, zealots? they were cultists. Okay, they, I was say they were cultists. And then robots, and it's like that. It almost nice. fo- it almost follows like the Resident Evil timeline. Oh, yeah, if if the last Resident Evil features like robot zombies, um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, I'm, I'm kind of banking on that to make sense. But I, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. So, so Simon Pegg like fights this this kid who he tears the limbs off of and finds out that all you see are like these things that look like enlarged like connects. If anybody yeah. remembers mm-hmm. connects yep, yep, pieces. Yep. That are holding his limbs together, and then like blue goo or blood that splatters out of him. And at that moment, I was just like, "Well, they really they they definitely went a direction I was not expecting." Now, the only the only part of the movie that I was confused about not confused confused is the wrong word, but a part that I was like not quite on board with. I I can suspend my disbelief pretty far, and so I was willing to dis- suspend it up until the part where they kept doing the pub crawl and i understand the whole reasoning of like let's we need blend in we need to blend but in. there is a certain point where they realize they're not blending yeah in. there's a certain point where it's like okay no we really need to get going because they all are after us and they all know right but and it's they, weird though because the 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 robots do not necessarily pursue them when they clearly could i mean there's parts where they're that's just another, walking down yeah. the street and they all see them and, and I think that can be justified by the f- by the fact, which is revealed in the film, that these uh, beings are not there just to, you know, absolutely forcibly take over. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 they want think they're to be, doing something good. Yeah, they want to be in their own way a little congenial, and they want yeah. to sort of ease people into their way, right? Their right. assimilation, if you will. So no, I I I understand that, and and that that I'm fine with that. 
that doesn't that doesn't bother me at sure. all. Sure. And 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 honestly, that little point. I do agree. Is a I do I'm, agree. I'm it takes a little bit point. too long for the saner characters to realize like we really need to to get up here. Right. However, right. they have been drinking this entire night. That is true. That so is true. There's not one character, uh, save for the uh, female character who hasn't been heavily inebriated. Heavily. She she was pretty. She, I'm trying to remember her name. I've seen her in other stuff. Rosamund Pike is her name. Oh, Wrath okay. of the Titans. Sam. She's Andromeda. If anybody saw that, <laughs> I did. I, I didn't. I didn't see. Um, surrogates. Did anybody see that one with uh, with what's his name? Saw the end of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Doom. Apparently, she was in that oh, amazing movie. The, I, I saw her in Doom. There you go. I saw wow. Doom. She plays the doctor how and Carl unf- Urban's older sister. How unfortunate Doom. that that's <laughs> where you know her from. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, Doom is a half of a good film. Uh, or let I'd me rephrase just, that. I'd rather let me just rephrase watch that. A, it's half of an okay film. I'd rather just watch a first-person shooter which features The Rock. Cause I'd rather just watch someone play that video game because that's essentially going to be what it is. Anyway, w- when the robots are are revealed... It is really creepy when those <laughs> when the robots see the humans, they kind of make this this weird face, and suddenly their eyes and mouth light Illuminate up, this blue and they stick their hand light. out and just ru- not run, but like slowly walk, not quickly so, walk, slow yeah. run towards you, it's like just coalesce towards people. And it's just like well, the one thing that was crazy is they they keep. Wanting to put their hand on your face, face, yeah, and like mm-hmm. so, it's just like this, like it's it's awkward fighting because it's not like they're f- punching you. No, they're just like always laying their hand on you, and so the people are kind of like, "What the get off me?" <laughs> like, how about how about that one fight scene where the guy where where Gary tears apart the two twin robots and they rebuild themselves wrong, and she <laughs> gets her. F- Legs instead of basically, her arms, basically using the other one as like a human yeah, lawnmower. Yeah, and it's or like this like is the great. I, I lost it because that fight scene was just so, and it just it went on and on and on, and it didn't get more. It just stayed uncomfortable and just felt wrong the whole time. <laughs> like What's, it was just so bizarre. And that pointing that out, it's like it's so cool how this movie, for the entire first half is pretty much devoid of of physical comedy. There's none. It's pretty much all wit and uh, dialogue-based comedy. Yep, yep. And it's still really funny. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And then when it switches over into the second half where the the robots come in and all these these crazy fight scenes, etc. start happening, I mean, it's not like they tone down on the dialogue, but you also have all this great physical comedy physical that still comedy, works yeah. completely well in the, in the world that's been set up in the movie. And that, that's something that Edgar Wright just does so yeah. well. He, yeah. and, and another thing is that, like, all, like the other two movies, uh, it still has a really serious like uh, core. Mm-hmm. It's still about this relationship between two friends, and really this mostly just Simon Pegg and the fact that He's he's reconciling and he and he's doing a really shitty job of like just growing up. Yeah, like and he, finding he, his he, place in life. He has to finish this pub crawl because, like he says at the end, like it's all he has. Where yeah. everyone else has moved on and found other things to you know be a part of. This is all he has to to look forward to, and it's like this is so sad. Yeah, I mean, and then the movie does does something that I like. I, I honestly didn't see coming. 
it turns into a post-apocalyptic Mad Max for like the last five minutes of the movie. Yeah, in the epilogue. Yeah, and then the very end when when it shows Simon Pegg walking into the bar with all the the robots that are still working, mm-hmm. and like he whips out a claymore and starts like, ha- and I'm like. I want to see this movie now. That, that I want exactly... I want this to go on for another two hours. You know what? Keep them keep them wanting more, and that's exactly what that ending did. Yeah. Because oh, there precisely. was not a person who saw this movie and didn't think, "Shit, I want that movie." Yeah, yeah. Seriously. I really want to see that movie. I I want to see Gary King walking the earth with a like a aren't like a, a small band of robots at his side just tearing people up for <laughs> reasons that are beyond me but i don't care like i just really are interested it just looks so good that's another great thing about the film like you could have easily stopped it a- after they escape from the robots maybe you have the big explosion and they just escape it and that's it mm-hmm. yeah you yeah. could have easily ended the film there but what is what does Edgar Wright do? He decides to create this whole new world yep. Right. Yep. that is built from the ashes of the <laughs> events that take place at the end of the movie. The whole idea and he that explains the, it in pretty good yeah. detail. The whole idea that the robots all shut off and then they turn back on after they leave and then are like, "What the hell do we do now?" Yeah, like we all have those no like purpose. robot clones. Yep. And they become yep. these second-class <laughs> citizens, and it's, it's like so well, it's a, such a it's such a weird and unique way to wrap up a movie like that because there's there's no need to do that. No, not at all. But, but it's so good. Time. You don't need to sympathize with them or make them into these other parts of characters, and it's so cool. Uh, it reminded me of the of Shaun of the Dead, where. Yeah, where yeah. he does a little bit of that too, where well, he the zombies actually are shows now. you what the world's like now. And Flipping he need through the to. TV and it's like zombies attack, and it's a, about a boy who killed his whole family with yeah. a shotgun, and it's like that's exactly what would happen. If and then they have they have like they have zombies chained up to work like the the the, the, the um collect carts at like a yeah. Walmart zombie, and people, zombie Japanese game shows. Yeah, yep, people yep, talking. Yep. Yeah, people talking about like. The ethics of like, well, you know, it's great because they get to do all the menial work, and yeah. and then they and then they cut to like a Jerry wow. Springer type show where yeah. she's still married him. to him. <laughs> He's my husband. <laughs> Boo! It's like that exactly what would happen. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like Maury Povich. Yep. Like, yep. You are not a zombie. Yeah, I was worried I was a zombie. <laughs> it's nonsense. I can't remember the the very. That's where he us. gets blown up. It, they blow up. The mind blows up. And Danny has just been shot, and he's like, no! And then it's like one year later, and he's delivering flowers to the grave, and he's like, are these good? And then it's actually for the dude's mom, so you know that Danny gotcha. And then they're driving around, and then all of a sudden somebody's like, comes over the... The the dispatcher comes over and says like, can someone go to blah, blah, blah? And he's like... Punch that shit! And then they like the. the but it's like yes, it's yes, only like yes. some kids. Some kids are causing a disturbance, <laughs> yeah. and they pull they pull a full on yeah. Murph, like hit the e brake, pull a pull a, you know one eighty Murph, and then drop it into gear and just take off like all like the kids are just loitering or something, yeah, and they're right. ready to like just go nuts. And, and again, you're like, I, I want to see yeah, them now yeah. be like a com like a like a a, a legitimate cop team. Fighting crime, even just crappy. That's like, right. But, the, but they're crime. in the middle of like, yeah. uh, not even suburbia. <laughs> they're just like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, so so the man, the man knows how to end movies. Hell yeah, yep. he does. Yeah, two, definitely. 
Too bad nobody liked Scott Pilgrim. Poor, poor Edgar. Oh, Scott Pilgrim is so awesome. I know yeah, it's what? so good. Oh, because it, it was well. a, it was a, yeah, it was a colossal. Yeah, it, that movie still like every time I hear other podcasts talk about uh, uh, Scott Pilgrim, they're like, yeah, I mean that movie failed so badly and just did so awful. I'm like, but it's such a good yeah. movie. Do they not follow it with the sentence? But it is the greatest movie. Ever. Yeah, they all act like because <laughs> then it's again, so I, good. I, I, I am. Because I'm going to go on a little Edgar Wright tangent because of how sure. much I love uh, Scott Pilgrim. Um, a couple of my friends that I know are like, yeah, I didn't get that movie at all. What? See, that's that's funny that you should say that because all of the people that I'm not good friends with that have seen Scott Pilgrim, people that I would not expect, like people that I work with, etc., people that I would not expect to be all about that movie, after they saw it, they were like, oh, yeah, that was really good. Yeah. So I don't get I don't I, I feel like no one has an excuse to hate right, that movie. Like no. Pamela, because there's like Pamela was like came on a whim. She's like, oh fine, I'll come. But she's like thoroughly expected to just be like a like bored by it. Uh-huh, yeah. And then she was like, I want to see this again. That was a good and movie. And I, I can't because like, the, the the argument I always hear is, oh, you got to be a video game nerd. And not I at all. Think, no, I the elements think of, of video a person, games aren't even that heavy handed. Right. I cannot think of a person more removed from video games than Pamela. <laughs> yeah, she like hates them with a passion. Um, and like so, like like the idea that 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 you would have to know anything about right. it, like just all of it. She thought well, was the, like, great. The thing, the thing that bothers me is uh, when Avengers came out. Everybody said, oh, finally a superhero movie that pulls out all the stops. This is the first superhero movie where the heroes are really super. And I'm like, no, Scott Pilgrim did all of this. Just none of you accepted it. Like when Scott, like in in the first scene when Scott Pilgrim just jumps in the air and does that insane like hit combo on that, that, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, 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 Bollywood guy. Um, uh, did, what did Patel? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Andrew Patel. Patel or something like that. And it, and like he does this like a, a hundred hit combo and just all this crazy <laughs> shit. People who didn't like the movie, a couple of my friends were like, "How? How? Why? How can he do this? Why?" And I'm like, "Really? That's <laughs> it's a, are you why are you that still a, thinking that like ten minutes into the movie? Yeah, like are a are you unaware it's a comic book movie? Like it is a comic book film, and b like no, just like yeah, like uh, I." But those people, those same people, would have to watch like Iron Man or anything and be like, mm, "But they that's liked, stupid." But they liked Iron Man, right? And they but liked. they should look watch Iron Man and go. No one could really make that suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nobody could make that suit in a, a a cave. Nobody could build that in a cave. That's dumb. So, so if you hate Scott Pilgrim, you hate fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you hate Scott Pilgrim. Don't <laughs> ever, don't ever talk to us. Yeah, we'll just... seriously. No, no, no. Especially some of the, not some me. Because I'll we'll just friends. throw you through the fucking window. I'll say that right now. All right. You ever tell me you hate Spot Pilgrim? Spot Pilgrim. Spot Krilgrim. Spot Krilgrim. Oh boy. I don't even. Wait, need are to you say talking that. about Spot Krilgrim? Because we're talking about Scott Pilgrim. Oh, uh, wait, Scott Pilgrim. I, I hate, hate that movie. <laughs> it was so weird. Uh, no, but speaking... I saw Scott Pilgrim like literally eight times. Yes, yes, you did. Because every time I kept showing it, I kept showing it to people. I'm like, come with me and see this movie. And I ended up going with like like six different people. And I was like, that's what okay. hap- that's what happens though with a really good movie that you really connect to. Yeah. You end up seeing it a lot. Not necessarily because you right you felt w- like you needed to see it that no. many times, but because you felt like that you is, had that to is show how, it to other people. That is how I saw Inception three times in two days. Wow, that's <laughs> me a and, lot. Me and Melissa went to see it, and then that night, like we went to a matinee, and then we're driving home, 
and my parents call me and they're like, "Hey, what are we doing? Do, do you want to do something tonight?" We're like, "We're buying." We're like, "Did you see Inception? It was opening nights." So they're like, "Did you see Inception yet?" No. All right. And so we turn around, pick up my parents, go <laughs> right. Literally, like we hadn't gone home yet. Like it was just. We had seen it, and then went, got my parents, and went right back to the theater to watch it again. And then the next night, I think her parents wanted to see it. So That's we amazing. That's exactly parents. how I was with uh, Dark Knight, nice. another Christopher Nolan film. I yep. basically, I basically saw it. I went home and I was like, David, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I gotta do. Okay, we're going to see the Dark Knight. <laughs> but I got soccer. Okay, well, stop it. Too bad. Um, Too quit bad. soccer. <laughs> so, getting back to Edgar Wright, though. Yes. Yes. Uh, his next film yeah. coming out is Ant-Man. Super excited. Ugh. Which, I'm going to be honest, could easily <laughs> be the best Marvel film. And I've it liked could. slash loved quite a few of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Almost, a lot of them are great. Almost half of all the Marvel Studios films I've liked to a great degree, at least. Right. And I, I honestly think this is going to be the best one. Because it's Edgar Wright. Yeah. At this point. It's Edgar Wright and it's Ant-Man. And it's Ant-Man. Like it's, it's both those things. It's like, what? A yeah, marriage exactly. made in heaven. Uh, at this point, I, I, I have learned to stop fan casting stuff that I like. Yeah, I, I sit right. and think. Because every time they're like, well, Chris, who should direct? I'm like, oh, Edgar Wright. <laughs> he's just my go-to. <laughs> he's my first go-to director because I've loved everything he's I done. I didn't realize he did that don't trailer yeah. from Grindhouse. Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah. realize that. Oh, my gosh. That's... that's like the best one <laughs> Clearly other than thanksgiving that's my right, favorite right right yeah that's oh so anyway. like i i do like everything that he's known for i'm like yep 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 <laughs> yep so any any final thoughts on the world's end i mean uh, i think we've just, said a lot we've I said mean, that it's a meaningful movie that's really funny has great action great physical comedy it's everything you would expect from those other two movies fulfilled Normally, for me, when films totally go off the rails in in a way that this movie does, some if not done properly, annoy me. This movie yeah. did not like it. Just I was like, yes, keep going, and it just kept going. It just kept getting more and more ridiculous, and I loved it. I like like I said, I could have watched another two hours of that you know post apocalyptic wasteland. <laughs> Uh, comedy that like he just kind of laid the the foundation for. I could have watched that and I would have been very happy. Yeah. So now what needs to happen is he needs to do another trilogy that would be all three sequels to those to three those movies. movies. Yes. Dude, that would so be you'd awesome. see a after Shaun of the Dead movie. You'd see an after Hot Fuzz movie, and then oh, an after- man, that'd be yes. Awesome. <laughs> But I feel like, I feel like he would never do that. No, yeah, no, he would yeah, never he's do that. smart. He's, the stories right. that he's told exactly. already served their purpose. Well, that and, yeah. and the I mean, three movies, the except, except this one, I I seriously think you you could make a but damn no. good movie out of but the think, end of the world. But think about end. it. Think about it. His his the, the the this trilogy, if you want to call it that, or I guess they are calling it that. Um, that is, each, he's called it that. Yeah, right. Each each um film that he's done is aping on a genre that he obviously loves right. as a filmmaker. So yeah. obviously Shaun of the Dead is zombie films. Hot Fuzz is the buddy cop film. And and so this is like, you know, the post-apocalyptic, but I almost feel like it, it, it could have gone a little further. In paying tribute? No, 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 no. I'm saying further. like, it's it's... It's more, it's more of a robot... I don't know, see, I'm, 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 this one feels like the least 
tributary yes. out of all the yes. films. This this yes. one feels like it's its own genre. Right. Out of out of all three of the films. Right. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, no. As, as the third film, I think that's suitable. But I, but I would love to see him tackle a, a post-apocalyptic, uh, you know, just kind of aping on Mad Yeah, Max. I don't even know if you can really say, like, other than that, the very end, it's really not much of a post-apocalyptic no, movie. No, it it's, isn't. If, any, if it's aping any genre, it's like the old 60s alien invasion movies. Well, the very end, though, is because of that bomb that goes off. Yes. And it's right. like no electricity anymore. Sure, so it's like, but most of the film, but yeah, the film is not devoted not, to that yeah. genre yeah, at it, all. It's very no, much like a all. yeah, like you said, an invasion yeah, film. Yeah, it's true. So no, but uh, some l- other l- Edgar Wright things I didn't realize is that he was the executive producer of Attack the Block, another amazing. Oh, that movie was great. Another Man, did you see Attack amazing. the Block? Oh you got to see Attack the so Block. Good. That is another amazing British like, film. Yeah, British, yeah. and it's like. Um, is it is it aliens or is it like it, it is aliens? It's weird, but it's it's really amazing. It's it's, it's aliens, so cool. but it's not aliens like that we would be able to interact it's, it's with. It's pretty original. Yeah, it's, it's pretty very original. original. And the special effects oh. in that movie are phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for that. It looked pretty cool. Oh, yeah, it is really definitely. good. Really and good. also that uh I mean you you probably talked about it on this episode, but I wasn't around for it, that he wrote the Script for Tintin that you guys nope. watched a while back? Nope. Yes, yes, he, he, he helped with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, so, like, I mean, you know, obviously that's a, a thing that existed. He just adapted yeah, the storyline yeah, yeah. to a play, but still, pretty pretty talented guy. <laughs> I think we can all agree. Let's give this man all of the scripts yes. in Hollywood. Just let, let him <laughs> choose what he wants. Hollywood is yours Hollywood. now. The British invasion is complete. <laughs> All right, well let's uh let's slap a rating on this bad boy here. I'm gonna give the world's end thirty eight out of forty <laughs> pints. Ah. Just say pints. Points. Well what well points. no go. What what's the what's the number they're supposed to drink, right? Because it's twelve. Twelve bars and there's five of them. Yep. So sixty pints. So give it fifty eight out of sixty. Okay. Fifty eight out of sixty. Fifty eight out of sixty things that Pucker just said. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were gonna read. <laughs> um, I will also do fifty-eight out of sixty uh, pints. <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> Our most original, just like Edgar Wright, writing. so original. <laughs> oh man, we really took some breathtaking moves with those. Okay. Uh, so is this the end of the show? Yep. So yeah, yeah that, this, the, this show the... end. Wait, 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 no, no, no. In in Edgar Wright fashion, we should we should yeah. say. And then after the show, Matt went on to be a banker. <laughs> Parker. Still. No, it would have to be something that you'd want to see. So it'd be like, oh, at the very end, we like say like, oh, we should totally talk about this awesome thing. And end of right the show. There. Do you know any awesome things? I don't, I don't know. No, yeah. no, we're not curators of awesome things. No, no we're really. not cool enough. Well, I guess we're done then. <laughs> we're just so, really that, done. That, that, about, that about wraps it up here for this episode. Uh, and our lives. <laughs> oh boy, I got dark. Uh, just the hope in our lives. <laughs> so let's not be too dark. <laughs> as as always, I want to thank Eric uh, Tribio of the Eric Tribio Podcast Network, home of such great podcasts as Ninjas versus Podcast. Yes, and the the Juggernaut, Eric and Sarah's <laughs> Magical Funcast. Yeah, now, All now I think it's officially episode. reached the point where we can start making fun of the fact yeah. that it only has one episode. Okay, now I know that I've talked about it and teased about it but damien and i are starting to post the 
old sticking to your whole episode. Yes! It's finally happening. Good. Damien yes! gave me the MP3s, and so the they are making their way online. They're, Should be online. They're on their way to the podcast factory. distribution. Oh, so. You just got to run them through the old podcast producing mega not. <laughs> and then <laughs> yeah that, that, <laughs> seriously check well check it, out, it takes uh, out all the funny and then it multiplies it by 10 and then it puts it back in so. oh i see okay, cool. i see yeah. so nice, it should be nice. even funnier wow i didn't think that was possible zero times 10 <laughs> all the funny <laughs> so check check all that out uh also want to thank uh, Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme song and, and our, I don't know, what, what, what outro. He already has our monetary thanks. He doesn't need no, actual thanks. Oh, God, not this right. again. Can't it end? <laughs> Please let it end. Uh, no. You know what, though, the, Parker? The, I, I heard that he's... Fuck! Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> do you have anything to add, Chris, yes, before we end I the do. show? I, I do. Oh. I want to thank Bobby Roberts for the use of our theme song off the Geek Remix albums. You can get that at geekremix.com. They're completely free. They're fr- they're free. What? They're free. But no, you can totally get those at uh, geekremix.com. So uh, I think that's all I have uh, to plug. So uh, yeah, until next time, I'm Chris Klump. End of show. Boo. No.